it's Jen the Builder. And Corey. And we are taking the elevator today to somewhere I think that's going to be really good for us. Absolutely. And I love that the idea came from you. And so we're just going to expand on that and, and just really share our thoughts. So what we are going to be talking about today, because Corey, you said, well, why don't we talk about 2022 and... The changes that people have to make or they go through. I said, absolutely. And I did a little bit of a spin, but we are going to talk about change. Um, But today we're going to talk about if we learn from our mistakes, why are we so resistant to making those mistakes? And so that's going to open conversations into other things. And I know I've got my notes here. And I always love to hear your perspective because it teaches me a lot. Do you feel like you learn stuff from me? Absolutely. That's nice. I mean, if we are having conversations and I'm not learning anything, it's something wrong. And I don't want to have a conversation with someone that I'm not learning something from. I typically try to stay away from those kind of people. Right. Well, I love that you mentioned learning because... Learning is a big part of growing from our mistakes. So that's something we'll talk about too later. But before we get into all of that, hello, (laughs) I just wanted to um, set the precedence for people who like to know what's going to be on the episode. Now you know, and hopefully you have stayed tuned in because I promise it's going to be really good. It it really will be. So this weekend, uh, what we try to do Jen Co or Jen and Corey in the IE and visit our neighbors and see what our community's up to. Yeah. And we had a an opportunity. We're actually in the midst of doing some things that we're going to share with you guys at some point. But um, we're just in the midst of touring the Inland Empire. I'll say it like mm-hmm. that. Uh, looking for spots and places to go and things to do. And we came across this wonderful bakery, but it's not your average bakery. And Jen's going to share what she purchased, well, what I purchased for her at this bakery. Oh, I thought you were going to have me eat it. No. Because it's sitting over there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we went in to a bakery called Message Muffin or Muffin Message. Muffin Muffin Message. Message. I was like, oh, that's interesting. And it's in a new spot. And it's either Upland or Rancho. Yeah, it's pretty much Rancho. Yeah. And so I love her vibes. She's got all her different muffins set up. And it's very homemade. Like, it just gave me the feel of, like, going to your family's house for a holiday or something. Yeah. And she had such an array of muffins. She had um, butter pecan. She had... Uh, banana pudding, she had chocolate chips, she had cookie dough. Cheesecake breakfast. Cheesecake, blueberry. Yeah, she had a, bre- a breakfast muffin. That was her savory one. Yeah. And so she just had a plethora of, mu- of muffins to, to choose from. Mm-hmm. And the smell was amazing. And I'm hoping the taste is just the same. I didn't indulge. And, you know, I have my reasons for that. But uh, Jen will be sampling and reporting back. And if it's good, guarantee you she's going to It's one of my favorite things to do when we visit the IE. Yeah. So, oh, and she also said there's no preservatives and no additives. Yeah, which is always great. 
Very good. Yeah. So I'll let you guys know how it went. But again, it's Upland Rancho on Foothill. Muffin message. Mm, sounds <clears throat> good. Yes. So speaking of Upland, we visited Upland too, right there on Second Street. If you guys have not been there, they've got um, a brewery, some restaurants, uh, like thrift stores, antique shops, some potential clients for us. right. Yes. Yeah, and I love that part. It's so quaint. There's this white gazebo in the middle of the street. I just I love the feels. Yeah. Yeah. I love the feel. So that was a good visit. Anyhow, um, I am going to go ahead and say, let's start with talking about the question. If we learn from our mistakes, why do we resist it? Are we skipping our book today? Yes. Okay. This is Monday's episode. We're going to do that on Wednesday. Sounds good to me. Unless you really want to do it. We can. Nah, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> okay. So learning from our mistakes I am going to be the first to confess that I was not comfortable with making mistakes. And even to this day, I struggle with making mistakes because I want to prevent them at all costs. Right. Right. And so let's just open up. And Corey, was there a mistake that you made recently or last year that you really felt like you learned from? Yes. I made... A bunch of mistakes, but one of my biggest mistakes that you kind of ride me about is the purchasing of something that I'm not sure if I really need or really want it. And I make that mistake quite often in the music world because um, you don't have an opportunity to go in stores and try on or try out a piece of equipment. And you also don't have the opportunity to buy or uh, bring home and and use it and try it out and then take it back if it's not what you think it is. So all you can go on is what you find on YouTube or what someone tells you in the store. And if someone in the store tells you, oh, this is exactly what you're looking for and this is what you need, then you go home with that intention and then you realize, I can't use this. So I either have to take it back, and if they don't accept it back, I got to sell it. So that was a couple of mistakes that I had this past year. Okay. And so how have you learned from it? Like, what are you taking with you into this year about that? Um, I'm, not a, I'm, not a kind of, I'm not the kind of person that, uh, I'm not, let me just say it like this. I'm not afraid of mistakes. And I know they're going to happen and they're coming. And in this world of music, it's going to be a ton of them. I, I promise you, there's no way you can get around making mistakes. You're going to record something and, and not save it. You're going to record and the power goes out and it don't save. You're going to record something in the wrong key, the wrong BPM, which is the beat beats per minute, you're going to make mistakes. Um, it's inevitable. There's very few musicians that don't make a lot of mistakes, but all musicians make some some kind of mistake. So I'm just prepared for it. Well, you notice I look to my left. I'm like, am I recording this? Because we've done that yeah. where we've had great episodes and it wasn't recorded. Uh I hit the wrong button, and then we <laughs> and have you're to like, redo. Can we do this again? Yeah. I'm like, sure, why? Yeah. <laughs> we didn't record it. <laughs> so there's this quote, um, and I think it's quite apropos, 
following what you said about how it's inevitable that you're going to make a mistake. Right. So Roy H. Williams is an author and he's a marketing expert. And this is what he says about learning from mistakes. Quote, a smart man makes a mistake, learns from it, and never makes that mistake again. Um, And there are some people, some communities that, you know, will say, okay, you make a mistake and you apologize, but it's, the point is, is what are you doing with that mistake? What have you learned? Um, Because they say that when you have the courage and integrity to own up to it, learn from it, people will remember you for the courage and integrity versus, and probably forget what the mistake was originally. Mm. Well, I guess for different areas of expertise, um, those mistakes will be different. So as I was saying, well, uh, let's say in relationship, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I think I'm pretty decent at a, in a relationship, but I've made mistakes in this relationship um, a few times. And it's not that I was attempting to continue to make that mistake, but what happens is you learn how to get good at not making that mistake. Right. And when you really master how not to make a mistake, it's second nature because it's repetition. It's over and over mm-hmm. and over again. And so um, if there's something like, and I'll give you an example that I remember my mom and dad having issues with. My dad would take his shoes off and put them by the sofa opposed to in the room in the closet. And so that was a mistake he was making over and over and over again. And one day she just said, okay, this is what I'm going to do. If your shoes are by the sofa, I'm going to hide them. And then you're going to have to look for them. And and that literally taught him not to do Mm. because he was so frustrated not being able to find his shoes. So it's those things, you know, I'm not, I don't think um, I'm, I subscribe to the school of thought of being able to not make a mistake after you make it once uh, all the time. Now there are some right. things you you should be able to say, Oh, that was a bad mistake. I'm not going to do that no more. I ran a red light and caused an accident, not yeah. doing that no more, you know? So, yeah, but we're, and I just lost my thought. We're going to go to places, whether it be in today's episode or Wednesdays where like you said, how can you prevent from making the same mistake again? Or can you? So there's this whole process. Instead of doing quick fix, like, oh, I made a mistake. I'm sorry, it won't happen again. Mm-hmm. That's thoughtless. But there's actually a very thoughtful process when you make a mistake. And it's supposed to help you to not make it again and to learn from it. Mm. So hopefully that's something that will elevate people. I know it's something that I'm going to learn from. Yeah. Um, so the first tip I have, we've already talked about, own your mistakes, own come clean. Yeah. yeah. Take accountability. I've, I've been reading this one book. And so um, here's a tip from me to you all who are listening. When you read a book, <clears throat> whether it be a how-to book, a personal development book, professional development, whatever it is, or a book that's fiction, um, when I read a book that's fiction, I still write down quotes of things that stick out to me or being a coach. I'll write things like that was a really good coaching moment in this story. Right. Right. So this book said that the more we take pride in what we do, 
the higher and more elevated our accountability is. And I find that to be very true in ownership, right? So um, I can link this to a few things, me as your wife. Um, I take pride in being your wife. So there is going to be an elevated level of ownership and accountability for the things or for the mistakes that I may make. I also love my career as a manager for learning and development. So when I make mistakes there, my accountability is high because of that pride. Right. Right. So I just, I love that correlation and I love that I got that from that book. Anyways, we're moving on. So just remember that as you own your mistakes and you come clean, that courage and integrity, integrity, sorry, are what is really going to stick out to people. I don't know if you've ever had this, Corey, and I know I have. You and I have gotten into a huge argument. And because we had the conversation and the mistakes were learned from, I forget what the heck the circumstance was. Like, I don't even remember what we were fighting about. Hmm. But that could be um, my forgetfulness. (laughs) (laughs) And I think it works in your favor for me not to remember. Well, I'm not sure if it works in my favor or not, but what I do know is that I try to remember because that's, I'm just that kind of person. Like if I, if I hear a song, I try to, if I, and I like it, I try to remember something about the song that's going to allow me to remember how to find it, how to play it. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and if I have a bad situation and, and our arguments are usually um, tough ones, tough ones for me, because, we don't. We're not an arguing kind of couple, mm-hmm. and we don't have normal, um, like where you see couples get upset at each other over some of the silliest things. There, there, it's usually something that has been brewing for a while, and so I, I'm really um, intentional about how not to stumble in that territory again. If I know that's off limits, and I know beware (laughs) an argument's coming i stay away from that and so Mm -hmm. yeah i have to remember yeah it didn't go so well like that the last time let me not go there again right so yeah good tips Mm. so first one we said was own your mistakes come clean second one is reframe the mistake so i'm going to start like get a very minimal it's not going to end the world kind of mistake well it made to some people let me not say that it's just a mistake So let's say you and I have an anniversary and I forget. That was a mistake. That was in my bad, you know, like how do you forget a very important date? Some people are so hard on themselves and automatically jump to the negative. Oh my goodness, I forgot our anniversary. What does that mean? Like I suck as a wife. I don't remember dates. I failed. You know, I'm, I'm worthless. Oh, no. That, that's, that's that's very not, extreme. Let's not go all the way right. there. <laughs> but the thing is, is it's just simply, I forgot a date. Right. Right? And so we could see where we'd go with this because this is going to get a little scientific, but I'm I'm really sharing this message with a mistake that you that's bigger or a mistake that you might make at your job or if you're in management, that kind of mistake that affects the organization, right? Right. Okay. So, but we're going to keep it simple. I forgot our anniversary date. Um, there's this method called reframing matrix, reframing matrix. And it was created by a gentleman by the name of Michael Morgan. And what you do is simply you create a square. 
And this is what I'm saying. It's a very thoughtful process. There are people who can sort their their problems out, their mistakes out just by thinking about it. And there are people who need to have it structured. Yes. And have a visual. Mm -hmm. So you write your problem statement in the middle and then you've got the four boxes. And so um, typically in an organization or in your business, it's product planning, potential and people. And you look at it from those point of views and coming from those angles, but you can make the four squares, anything. So, Planning might be one of my boxes. And here I'm going to make this real quick is if I'm forgetting dates, maybe I need to look at how I'm organizing important dates in my life. You know what I mean? So I don't forget. How can I keep from forgetting people? What effect did this have on you that I forgot the anniversary? You know, what do I need to do um, to ensure that it doesn't happen again? You know, um, so those are those things. Those are very thoughtful. And if I just said, well, no big deal. It's just a date. Like we've been married for how long? I mean, what's the big deal? Mm. The tendency is it's going to happen again. Right. And then it becomes a problem. Right. A monumental problem. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because that's an important date. But, you know, Jen, to add on what you just said, what I like to do is ask myself, What's the priority level on this Mm. thing that I've forgotten and caused a a problem from that particular mistake? And so if I say to myself, this is of high importance, then I need to reframe that matrix because why would I forget something that's of high importance Mm. and knowing that it's of right. high importance. If it's low on the totem pole, then I really don't have to focus on it. You know, if it's something like uh, remembering to, uh, you know, anything, I don't know. But if if it's something not high of importance and I forget and you say, hey, did you forget to turn the bathroom light off? Um, you normally do, but yesterday you didn't. Oh, you're right. Yeah, I did forget. But no, I turned it off today. That's not of high importance to me. But if I'm thinking about something as important as an anniversary to me, I'm always checking the calendar. That's of high importance. I'm like, what day is it? You know, okay, it's August. My, My anniversary, my birthday, her birthday is coming up. What day? Oh, it's the second. The 12th is the anniversary. So get prepared now, you know, when do I get paid? You know, so those are the things that I do to just continuously remind myself that this is something that I can't forget. I shouldn't be forgetting. And if I am, what's weighing on my mind so heavy that the most, and one of the most important days of my life, I've forgotten it. And that's an excellent question. Cause you're right. Something is high priority and it's not coming up for you. Right. Those are really good questions to ask. So I am going to put this plug in. I think it's pretty important that people have some type of accountability partner in their life. I recommend a coach. This is someone who's not so much in your life that can ask you these questions because at the end of the day, you just worked your own stuff out. But how important it is, how important is it that we have people to talk things out with. I think that's huge. That ability just to speak and be heard, have a sounding board, be able to brainstorm, talk things out, you know, hear another perspective. 
Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. You know, in the in the music world, we do what we call well. And it's not just in the music world, but and I'm sure you've heard this term, but it's called spitballing. And you mm. just like anything that comes to your mind, you're throwing it out, and you may have 25 ideas in a in a five to ten minute spitballing session. Right. And some things stick, and some things don't. But if you have someone that's doing that with you, they can remind you, oh, yeah, yeah. this one stuck. This was good. We right. got to go back to that. Uh, this one, not so much. But I agree. You know, if, if that's what you need, if that's something that you desire, definitely get a coach or someone that you can, you know, spitball with, work those situations and issues out that you're forgetting. Absolutely. I agree. Um, let's make it more i want to give another situation so we can kind of act this out or talk this out for people okay right um so the shameless band is going to have an extended player ep record coming out you originally had a date that you wanted it to come out and that's getting pushed out by a few months so when you're doing that and that happens some of the questions, the first question might be, how did we get that wrong? Or why, what's happened that we've had to push it out? Why didn't this go as planned? Well, I'm very realistic about my timing and my cans and cannots, my do's and do nots. And so when those realistic life situations take place, I have to take that in account. Now, I can't expect everyone else to take to take that in account. However, it's my responsibility to go back and say, hey, some life issues happened, and I'm not going to be able to meet this deadline. So this is what I'm prepared to do. Mm -hmm. And then I make that next announcement of when that deadline is going to be met. And when I say life uh, situations, I'm not talking about a flat tire or you know, the light went out in the um, garage and so forth and so on. I'm talking about really um, challenging life situations happen. And and those are the things that push deadlines out. I mean, both you and I right. and another band member had COVID at the same time. Mm -hmm. And life just stopped. And it wasn't because we were so scared or terrified of what was happening. We just were feeling ill and had to push pause, which we never do. And right. it had to happen, you know? Right. And I think that's one of the most important parts of this message is as we learn from our mistakes, you know, practice grace with yourself, with the people you work with. Absolutely. Um, and so that of course makes perfect sense if anyone does not exercise empathy in that like well i don't care if you were sick there that's another problem that's another topic <laughs> a whole nother level <laughs> yeah but i think it's important too that as we learn to be okay with making these mistakes and learning from them as you move forward i think if you're working in a relationship a business partnership a team that there are things called responsible risks everyone takes a risk right right but there's responsible risks where you stay where it's intelligently made where you agree to stay within certain boundaries right 
um, like in a budget, right? Like, okay, you take a risk, but now because you went out of budget, we don't have the money to pay for ABC. Been right? there, done that. Right. And then also still allowing for creativity. So we can't prevent mistakes. I agree with you, Corey. Um, I also agree that there's a method to learn from your mistakes. So hopefully you don't make them again. And then I also um, believe that you can take risks responsibly. Yes. Um, and that's key. So I know that you may have stuff to say, but I want to just say what to expect on Wednesday. So on Wednesday, we're going to talk about how to analyze our mistakes, how to put lessons learned into practice, and how to review and reflect how we've done. And that's why I'm saying it's very thoughtful, very thoughtful. Um, one of my most biggest mistakes, we just had an episode on being parents and speaking up. And I think I might have shared this story um, and I won't go into too much detail, but I thought this white lie was cute in the beginning. You know, it got me and the kids through a situation and the white lie continued because my kids thought it was truth. And I'm thinking at some point I'm going to have to tell them the truth, but it's going to break their hearts. And then the truth did not come out till literally when they were in their early twenties. Mm -hmm. And it really messed with them because it was such a long time of them believing this story about their bird who faked his death when he really did die, you know? So that was a huge mistake on my part. And I, thought about that one I said I don't ever want to excuse a lie for a white lie like oh this is going to protect them this is you know I'd rather do this than hurt them because a lie at the end of the day when it's exposed it still hurts for whatever reason you said it whether it's black green red purple and I don't know what colors lies come in but yeah um I, I I know you don't practice to lie, and I, I don't practice to lie. But the thing about that, when you do, it's just important to say, you know what? I kind of fluffed that story up a little bit. Yeah. I probably shouldn't have said that this happened, you know. And, and it's important that you go back. People will respect it. Yes. When you tell them the truth, you know, and sometimes we're telling stories so fast that it we just throw a little something in there, right? Because that sounds a little bit better than if I left it the way it was. Yes. But, you know, we're like, oh, you know what? I, I, I as I recounted that, that part didn't happen, but this is what happened. Yeah. It's it's just easier that way because when that comes back to you, it, it's always painful because you're like, oh, why did I lie about that? Yeah. Yeah. So it taught me a bunch. Like my main question was, how is the situation helping me learn and grow? That was a no brainer. And although I said in the beginning of this episode that you don't do quick fixes because learning from your mistakes is a very thoughtful process, but you want to get to the part of ownership pretty quickly. Yeah, You don't want to draw that out because let's say they hear it from someone else or you know, it's just the timeliness needs to happen sooner than not for taking ownership and just coming clean. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. Well, we're looking forward to next Wednesday. We have a guest um, next week. And we're going to tie up this whole month. We've been talking about giving and receiving. And now we're talking about change and learning from from our mistakes. And this is our journey on Take the Elevator to Grow and to Elevate. Because you know us here. We say look up and let's elevate. Every day. Elevate.